welcome to the Brother to Brother 2-Minute Drill, the power-packed daily devotional just for busy guys. Today's passage in Matthew, Jesus continues with encouragement through ongoing persecution. The question for today is, why does the world hate Christians? Matthew chapter 5, verses 11 through 12. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The worldwide persecution of Christians is the human rights issue of our day. Open Doors reports from the 2021 watch list that over 340 million Christians are living in places where they experience high levels of persecution and discrimination. Just under 5,000 Christians were killed for their faith and slightly under 5,000 churches and other Christian buildings were attacked and nearly 4,300 believers were detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, or imprisoned. Even in countries like the U.S. where we have constitutionally protected rights of freedom of worship and may not face government persecution, there is a growing animosity towards believers in Christ in the public arena. Politicians voice their stereotyped opinions of Christians. Those in the media, news personalities and celebrities, will belittle and vilify believers if they disagree with their worldview. There is an increasing hostility towards Christians who live out their faith in the workplace and community. And Jesus knew this was coming, first to his beloved disciples from the religious leaders of their day, and to the generations that followed all throughout the world, continuing to the present day. And why has there been a constant animosity and persecution of Christians over the past 2,000 years? It all starts with Jesus. Jesus gave the answer why with three words, on my account. The presence, power, and authority of Jesus threatened the control and power of those in authority. The religious leaders of his day gnashed their teeth with anger against him. They plotted how to kill him. They were fearful of his expanding influence with the population, and they eventually did falsely accuse, beat, mock, and seek his execution. But their efforts to destroy his divine power and love by taking his life were futile. For Jesus was not a man, but the Son of God, and the Father raised him from the tomb to conquer sin and death and to reign victoriously on the throne forevermore. In response, the spiritual forces of evil and rulers and authorities and cosmic powers of this present darkness are pushing back with all their limited might that they have. They have no power to harm Christ, so they attack us, his followers. Sometimes it is authoritarian governments who feel threatened by those whose first and primary allegiance is to Christ, like China. Some places, it is the threat to cultural influence by the dominant religious faith, which persecutes the minority populations of Christians, such as in Saudi Arabia. And there are a growing number of extremist groups that seek to kill Christians, destroy churches, and intimidate Christian communities, primarily in the Middle East, Indonesia, and North Africa. There are also those who seek power and control through social pressure, 
by traditional media and social media, and on a wide variety of societal issues. Personally, I believe this persecution will only increase in the decades to come. The good news is, Jesus is still on the throne, and he reassures us with, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. Thanks for listening. Be blessed. Stand firm. I'm Tim Kaditz, your brother in Christ.